Breaking through live on the Rebel Scum Podcast, Flying Casual. My name is James Razile. Joining me once again live is the man, the myth, the legend, the horror movie nightmare. It is almost the month of October, which is horror movie month. Andrew Fantasia. Andrew, what up? Hey, hey, I am all four of those things you called me. And I just want to show you something here. My phone just did the weirdest thing it's probably ever done before where as we were kicking off here, I got uh, a notification saying, hey, YouTube recommends this video for you, the Rebel Scum live stream. <laughs> it's the Rebel Scum live stream and YouTube is acknowledging us. Thank goodness. Let's see if anybody is in, the, in the live stream joining us at this very moment. Uh, I see some people. Liz says hi and Heidi Fetter says hello. And hi, I will Liz. say hello, Heidi. Hello all. Thank you for joining us. If you are joining us and if you are new to the channel, please give us a like and a subscribe. Uh, that really helps us out a lot. Richard says hi. Hi. Uh, and Liz is commenting on the Empire Magazine pictures of the rise of Skywalker. They are incredible. I will be picking up. I'm hoping to get the double copy of it uh, next uh, on Thursday, October 3rd is when it's supposedly... Uh, dropping, and that's what I'm looking forward to. It. Girls with Sabres is also here to hear Andrew Fantasia talk about how much he does not believe in Raylo, and I can't wait to hear how well this one goes. Uh, Jackie Sosa says hello, and Rural Farm Boy, evening, good evening, everybody. Thanks again for joining us. Give us good a like evening. and a subscribe. Girls with Sabres, Farmer Jackie, all of you, good evening. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for stopping by. Do you mean that? I do. I do. I'm very, I'm very grateful for everybody for tuning in to the live stream. Actually, I literally, as we were recording as well, as you we were starting up, I got a text from my cousin Vince, who's a huge fan, who said to me uh, something we touched on last week. He said, hey, man, it's uh, it's almost, you know, Monday night football time and it's almost October. He said, I, I have a feeling, a gut feeling next week by this time we'll have seen the new trailer. And I was like, you might be right, sir. You never know. Yeah. Um, you think it would be later in the month? I, I don't know. I think it depends on who's playing. I think that's a key factor. Well, tonight would, tonight would be the night to put it on. I'll tell you that. Tonight, anyone that watches football, uh, tonight would Cleveland? be the night. It's uh, Cincinnati and, and uh, Pittsburgh. So tonight would be the night. Sniper well, Guy, 1995. To... Sure, we'll get Raylo, but I don't think it's going to be how everyone expects. Do elaborate. Also, today is National Podcast day so what i want everybody to do not so much right now but maybe later on in the show as we're wrapping up just tell us all your favorite star wars podcasts we'll go them all shut out we'll see what everybody says it should be fun because the one thing if star wars is not one thing it's 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 not it's fun star wars is fun mm -hmm. we're all in this together girls with stapers is here right now 
about the Packers. And you know what? Tell us, tell us your favorite podcast period, because podcasts are like there's so many hidden gems sprinkled throughout the podcasting world. So tell us some stuff that you love. It doesn't necessarily have to do with the wars, and let's see what people like. I want to, I want to know, I want to know what you're into, podcast listeners. Hit me up. That's what happened. Before we get into our Empire, a little bit of the Empire magazine, we don't, we haven't. I don't know if you've read any of it, but I've read bits and pieces. But like I said, I'm going to pick it up on Thursday. So this week's uh, main show is when I'm going to uh, really talk about the article as a whole. But we're going to focus on, obviously, the Chris Terrio stuff stuff right now. Before all that, though, uh, last week news dropped. We kind of talked about it last week, actually. We, brought, we talked about it a little bit on the live stream last week. We willed this to happen. Uh, Kevin Feige uh, has been brought in. Apparently, he'll be... Uh, you know, going to be making one Star Wars movie at least. But Andrew, we haven't heard your thoughts here. So, uh, Girls with Sabers is making fun of my Jay's hat. Well played, well played. Uh, <laughs> Listen, Girls with Sabers. I don't know if you're around in 1992-1993. Yeah, but if you were, that Jay's hat would be a treasure, and you wouldn't be knocking it. Just saying. That's a true. Um, That's true. Okay, Kevin Feige, here's here's the deal. Yes, I need to know uh, your thoughts, because we have not... I actually haven't talked about this with you at all. No, that's right, you haven't. Um, I am confused. I don't know if this has been spelled out and I'm just a big old dummy, or if they've intentionally been ambiguous about it, but I'm confused what his role is supposed to be. Is he directing one, producing one, writing one, or a combination of the three? What's happening here? Or is he just saying, hey, I like Star Wars, let me work on it, and Catherine's like, okay. No, he's been hired on to to make a Star Wars film, which I, for what I can gather, he'll probably. It's very vague. It is. It is vague, if I yeah. remember. And apparently, he has an actor in mind. So I think he has a story in mind. I know there's been a lot of talk coming along that um, that maybe he'll be. They're grooming him to not replace Kathleen Kennedy at Lucasfilm, but to be the head of maybe a Star Wars division at Lucasfilm. Hmm. Um, that, see, I don't know how I feel about that. I think he's doing a great job in Marvel, but if he spreads himself too thin, I feel like that might show in his work. And again, the, the word you used is the word that has been used in everything I've read about it, which is the word make. He said he wants to make a Star Wars. He's going to make a Star Wars. But to me, I'm like, what the hell does that mean? And I think until that's clear, I I have no idea how I feel about it. Like if it's if it's just a matter of he goes to Kathleen and he's like, here, here's an idea for five movies, two of which are sort of on their own and three of which are a trilogy, but they all connect kind of like the MCU does. Here's just an idea for that. And he just kind of gives her that, you know, 12 page outline and then she gets directors and writers. I can get on board with that. that no, it fun. just Maybe says, just it says one movie though. This is the breaking article. It's the Hollywood Reporter broke it. Star Wars Shocker Marvel's Kevin Feige developing a new movie for Disney exclusive. Lucasfilm's Kathleen Kennedy is quote unquote pursuing a new era in Star Wars storytelling and knowing what die what a diehard fan Kevin is, it made sense for these two extraordinary producers to work on a Star Wars film together, says Walt Disney Studios co-chairman Alan Horn as he told the Hollywood Reporter. So that is the the main blurb of the article right there. So Andrew, 
Knocking everything, uh, knocking all the boots off of anything, everything right now. We got to talk about this. A new, so to the actual, actual wording in this, that it says here is to pursue a new era in Star Wars storytelling. So, right now, Fantasia, gun to head, lightsaber to head, blaster to head. Oh, is that, this is an aggressive question. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a big one. This is this is it. This is the star. Mm-hmm. This is why we have a podcast for moments like this. Is that does that mean a new era post Skywalker saga or a new new era post Johnson, Benioff, and Weiss? Ooh, um, if I had to guess, all those weapons to my head, I'm going to say post Skywalker saga. I feel like. Just because that D23 announcement or whatever it was said, here are these three Star Wars movies within the next decade, and that's all they talked about. I feel like that those aren't the only Star Wars movies that we're going to get between now and 2030. Um, I feel like that they're going to want to, I don't know, squeeze something else in there, whether it's Johnson or, or, or Feige. But if, if I was them, if I was Kathleen or you know, whoever's calling these shots here, I would look at Kevin Feige and I'd be like, okay, Kevin, you right now, you are the, you are the mastermind of interconnectivity with Marvel. And I'd be like, okay, here's Pablo. Pablo is the mastermind of, of all the interconnectivity going on in the lore of Star Wars currently. I would put those two guys in a room and be like, talk, just just talk and, and come back to me with, with what you've come up with. Um, because I, I think when push comes to shove, Pablo is in essence the Feige of Star Wars right now in terms of just what he's doing, keeping track of where everybody is and when everybody is. They're just not using him the same way they use Feige. So I would just have them talk and be like, okay, work something out and then come talk to me. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, maybe. I'm just, I'm at this point now where they've announced three Star Wars films and I'm wondering if, if it's... I'm just I'm curious why they made that announcement mm-hmm. you know what I mean like why would they be like we're doing three and then I think Iger said a few months ago that they were starting with the Benioff and Weiss ones uh, but they've signed that Netflix picture deal and we haven't heard anything about their Star Wars at all it's almost like have you noticed this with Star Wars and this is kind of a frustrating point I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie about this this one kind of I was thinking about this earlier they um, they fire Colin Trevorrow they get rid of Trevorrow. And then everybody's like, Ryan Johnson needs to make it. This is before Last Jedi comes out. Everyone's like, Ryan Johnson. And they're like, they got J.J. Abrams. And everyone's like, oh, well, that was disappointing. We didn't want J.J. Abrams back. We wanted Ryan Johnson because Ryan Johnson is the next George Lucas. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. But Ryan Johnson's doing a trilogy. And then they announce his trilogy. And everybody's like, yeah, he's the best. Then Last Jedi comes out. And everybody's like, oh, I hate Ryan Johnson. Boo. But Game of Thrones is the number one show on TV. And they're like, we got Benny F. and Weiss. And everyone's like, yay, we like Star Wars again. Now it's like everybody hates Game of Thrones. Bob Iger's yeah. book comes out. And he says that, you know, George Lucas felt betrayed and all that. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Kevin Feige, that guy that made all the Marvel movies, he's doing Star Wars now. And everyone's like, yay. I, I, like, I don't know. Like, are these just broken promises to us right now? Because, like, they just keep they keep announcing these things after like a flux in the fandom like people start getting mad and they're like oh yeah yeah, but that person that you love is making that thing right there Mm -hmm. and it's like the timing is all has been like that every single time no you're right um aside from jj and ryan 
every big announcement, every big name they've wheeled out has seemed reactionary. Like, oh my God, the Jurassic World made how much money? Okay, Colin Trevorrow. And then, oh, oh my God, Game of Thrones is how popular? Okay, Benioff and Weiss. You're right, it's very, um, it feels like when, when the newer years of The Simpsons start wheeling out the guest stars and they're like, oh, look, Lady Gaga's on the show. Um, that that's something that we got to be careful of if we're Disney. We got to be careful not to fall into the the mode of getting the hottest, trendiest people to make Star Wars because that's not what Star Wars was about. George Lucas was just this rebel guy with a little camera and a big beard making stuff. Uh, if I was them, I would try to skew away from the well-known directors, or at least every once in a while, um, like the. For lack of a better term, Ryan Johnson was not a household name to most people before Star Wars. Like, you couldn't say his name in a party and have everybody know who you're talking about. So I think that there's a, there's a way to kind of get Star Wars names director-wise the same way you get them acting-wise and just fish for talent that nobody's super aware of yet instead of this sort of glamour stunt casting. Unless they have some kind of good story in mind already that suits these people in which case cool like that's why I'm, unless like Kathleen or whoever is like okay I want something really connected and I'm going to go to the, the go to guy for connectivity then I'm like alright that makes sense but uh, yeah right now it does feel very reactionary and it kind of has me on uh, on edge I'm not going to lie I'm I'm curious if they know 100% what that movie in 2022 is going to be. I'm curious if they have 100% locked down what that movie is. Uh, no, they clearly don't. It was supposed to be the mm -hmm. Benny F. and Weiss thing. I think the, the coolest thing about this Star Wars celebration coming up is, there's first of all, it's sold out in 42 seconds, but it's the most unknown Star Wars celebration of them all. You know, mm -hmm. Obi-Wan series, check, uh, uh, the uh, Cassian Andor series, sure. Mandalorian season two. Uh, beyond that, what do we know about Star Wars beyond that at this moment in time? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. We don't even know when uh, Cassian or these other shows are coming out. Mandalorian is the only show whose release date we even know. We don't even know. Have they filmed any Cassian at all? Like, have they rolled no, any? Cameras? No, no, no. They just—they haven't even announced a title yet. They, but they, but they've—they've they've officially announced that it is Diego Luna and uh, Alan Tudyk in it. Okay, so we're probably getting Mandalorian season two before we get Cassian because they are on set right now with Mandalorian season two. Like, I would imagine on. so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it makes sense. We're getting that first. But I the, the start the the movie side of it all is such a I don't know. It's just I'm just. Like, I, I, I'm at this point now. It's like, just start something, develop something, and then be like, guess what? We're making this movie, this movie X. This is coming out. We, it's been written. We're starting the cast now. We've hired Blaz, director, and we're moving on. It's just like the Obi-Wan series, when it was announced, it, for me, what was so exciting about it was that they said, we have all eight scripts written. And I was, great! Just fantastic. And a Canadian's directing it. Shit. Yeah, but it's like that was odd. It's like okay, so this is not an, and this isn't like in thirty years we'll make an Obi Wan movie when we figure it out. This is we have the Obi Wan movie, and I think I think Feige more than Ben Affleck and Johnson has something figured out, and I think I think that's it. But I just I'm still the the 
timing of the announcement is still like every time somebody gets mad at Star Wars, they have these announcements, these empty promise announcements, and it's getting tiring now. Yeah, uh, they're they're being a little bit too reactionary, and I think that that's going to be to their detriment. Um, I think if Disney or rather not Disney, sorry, if Lucasfilm wants to learn anything from Kevin Feige right now, I think they should learn this. People kind of smack-talked Incredible Hulk and Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 3 and Thor 2, but that didn't make him deviate from the plan as far as we could tell. He just kept on pushing ahead. And look what we ended up with, some really great stuff. There's always going to be a a misstep somewhere there's always going to be a misstep that's just how it is but more the thing with marvel versus star wars is marvel does enough movies where you can kind of like steam through the missteps and be like yeah Mm -hmm. whereas star wars you live with solo for a year and a half and people are like or the last jedi for two years and you're like nah like it just kind of bruising you however you feel all right uh if you're new to the channel give us a subscribe if you uh if you like the video give us a thumbs up if you don't like it give us a thumbs up if you're on the yeah, fence, give nice. us a thumbs up. Yeah, just, I mean, you know, just, it means a lot to us. We, we try really hard. My self-esteem needs those thumbs, guys. Andrew Seriously. does. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I don't know if you've had a chance. You don't read much, Andrew, is what I'm getting at. No, right? I don't like books or words. Yeah, you're not a reader. You wrote a book. No. It's too far for me to reach, so I'm not going to get it. Oh, well, mine uh, isn't too far for me to reach. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Nobody oh. buy it. What? Hey. It's called Side Scroller. Uh, and it's a novel by Andrew Vintage. You can buy it on Amazon. Anyway, uh, this is not a plug for that. This is a live stream. We're going to talk about uh, Empire Magazine. Can I get w- to wait to get my hands on this? I saw some people on Twitter and Facebook had a copy already. Uh, screw you guys. Uh, <laughs> I am. Um, I'm going to try to get both covers because I I made a money and I just like spending it. I'm like, oh, two covers, eight dollars Canadian. That's like. 50 cents American. I'm just like, ah, and I buy them both. I got both Vanity Fairs. It was terrible. But I'm going to get both <laughs> Empires. Uh, and they released this cool image. Did you see the cool image of Kylo Ren? Uh, is it the one where he's, like, pushing against something with the Stormtroopers behind him? Well, okay. I want to see what the chat's saying. Because pushing against something or is something pushing against him? A little bit of both. He's resisting some kind of force. Yeah, we'll go we'll go along with that. But I want to read. Did you read the? I'm going to read this uh, this quote right here from Christopher Terrio. I think his name's Christopher. He might be Topher Terrio. Uh, speaking to Empire in the World exclusive Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker issue, co-writer Chris Terry. By the way, how many how many magazines are going to have world exclusive Star Wars: Rise of Skywalkers? <laughs> like, at what point is it not exclusive anymore? I'm pretty uh, sure the, the My Little Pony fan magazine had a world-exclusive Rise of Skywalker article the other day. They did. But you know what I chose to buy today instead? Sabrina the Teenage Witch special magazine instead. Because this one's on the shelf yet. Uh, co-writer Chris Terrio opened up about the complex bond between the trilogy's Force-sensitive duo. Quote, Some of the most interesting scenes in The Last Jedi are the conversations between Rey and Ren. He said, noting the different side of Ben Solo that Ray is able to tap into. We, quote, we've tried to pick up the complicated relationship that really has been present ever since the interrogation scene, or the interrogation in episode seven. When Ren takes off his mask, there's a nakedness about him with Ray that he doesn't express to anyone else. Ryan developed that in fascinating ways 
and we've been able to develop it even further. Okay. You you got stuck on naked. You were I did. You I got did. stuck yeah. on because you you were thinking about Kylo Ren's biceps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what biceps they are too. Um, all right. First of all, completely side Akbar here. This is a stupid question, and I'm gonna apologize in advance for asking it. Is is Empire Magazine? Did it start because of Star Wars? Is that why it's called Empire? Like, I legitimately don't know the answer to this question. Is that is that what that magazine is? Empire Magazine was founded July 1989, so I'm gonna say no. Actually, uh, right now on the shelf is the 30 Years of Batman uh, one, so it probably I guess it's uh, anyway. Um, I'm gonna say no. It's hmm. British. Okay, so it's just a film magazine that happens to be called Empire. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that the, frankly, not to be killjoy or anything, I think that this is a very <laughs> keep bland, the likes coming. Hit the like button. I think this is a very bland, um, like kind of pointless quote that is definitely not worth however much money it costs to buy a issue of Empire magazine. He's basically saying what we all know already, that we're going to see more of the relationship between Ray and Kylo. Yeah, no, yeah, of course, of course we are. Um, that's that's kind of like, you know, Kathleen coming out and saying like, I can't wait for you to see, we've done some great scenes in this film that involve two people and each of these two people is holding a lightsaber and they're gonna be fighting with the lightsabers against one another. I'm like, yes. That is probably going to happen. Uh, and I, I think that for this to be some kind of featured quote in this world exclusive shocker that Empire Magazine has so graciously bestowed upon us, I'm just like, no thank you. This is why I don't buy the magazines. I don't care for them. I, I'm just like, this is stuff I can find out through word of mouth. But, so you have no comment on this whatsoever, basically. I, I don't think it's newsworthy. I don't think it's, um, especially not now. Like if this quote had come out a year ago, fine. Um, but like now we, we've we seen enough promo stuff that we kind of have 5% of an idea of where this movie is going. And we have, we have seen trailer shots to indicate and photos to indicate that yes, Ray and Kylo will be in the same room again at some point. Andrew froze. Andrew is a frozen man on the screen right now. I'm gonna, I guess I'll take it from there. All right, sorry, Andrew. Continue. We had some technical difficulties right there. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, it was yeah, all think, you. No, it was me. Somehow. It was totally my fault. I, I nudged my camera and I broke the world. Um, yeah, I think that this is just a, a non-story, really. It's 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 like a clickbait article, but in a magazine. So there's no clicking. Like there there's no need, especially now, three months from the premiere, less than that. There's no need 
for a magazine as giant as Empire to try to sell us on a quote of Ray and Kylo will probably be in the same room together at some point. In no, episode. no, I think you're missing the point on what he's saying. He's saying he's alluding to something bigger than so. The Force Awakens is the first time they tap into each other. Then mm. in the Last Jedi, they have Force Skype. There's something bigger coming in this movie with them. There's something that they, these two star-crossed crossed lovers or star-crossed brother and sister. I'm just, I just want to see Girls with Sabers face right now when I said that. Mm. But these two star-crossed characters, there's something happening that is gonna that is that is gonna hit this point of no return and it's like poop is going to hit the fan and there's going to be an explosion with this you stick the, the interrogation scene is like oh I, I will help you and then like like the, the the last jedi was like the 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 hand touching and this one's going to be like hand touching swirling through the air flying on a dragon shouting a tray you or something like there's going to be something massive happening between these two characters i think that's what he's alluding to i agree with you it's a little bit of a clickbait article but this is what people want to read uh when it comes to to these movies is this is who everybody cares about is ray and kylo ren and i was thinking about that also earlier today no one's really talking about what's going on with uh with Finn and Poe and Jenna, the new best character in Star Wars, it's, Ray and Kylo are at the forefront of everything. And this, and and but I, there's something happening in this movie that is going to just that there are two the two storylines: the Ray from nowhere and the the Ben Solo born into born into greatness, into power and responsibility. They're gonna come to a head, and and maybe this picture that they released with it of, of Kylo of Ben is, is a part of, of that moment. Maybe. I mean, he's, it's a, it's a very context free picture. It kind of leaves you to think. Um, it's just a picture of them touching hands and floating, <laughs> holding a sign that says Raylo is happening. Um, <laughs> Raylo is real. Like a Bob Dylan song is just trying <laughs> Yeah, man. I, I don't. I don't know. I. I think that. I think that this is just, again, a very, a very obvious thing to expect in this film. Um, and I think that Chris was just kind of saying something that everybody pretty much already knew. Uh, I. I. I would rather that this magazine had given us some kind of details on something like like Mandalorian or Cassian, something where we really know little. Like I would rather a writer speak up and give us a quote about that than, than uh, hey guys, Ray and Kylo's relationship is gonna continue and get stronger than ever. It's like, yes, we know. Um, I, I would rather just anything else, really, any, anything that's information. Because to me, that's not information. That's, that's, say, that's like saying the movie's gonna be called Star Wars. I don't but know. It's, it's called Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. That's true. You got me there. Well, no, they could have gone in and been like, you know what? Their force connection is off. This is all about Shivi. Like maybe Shivi P is is the bond of it. Is, is their bond? I I could see a world where that happens, um, but really, I don't think we're getting any kind of force Skype bond with them again. I think whatever interactions that they'll have will be 
in person like it was in Force Awakens. Uh, I I don't see um, unless it's like some way for Chevy to reveal like I was Snoke the whole time because look I'm doing the same thing he did unless they use that as like a a method to to make that reveal then I can see that happening but otherwise I feel like the Force Skype kind of is done we 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 watch that happen and now whatever we're getting is something else it's 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 in person or it's it's some other thing we've never seen before I don't know Force Snapchat I don't even know what Snapchat does I'm just saying the name of an app um, but. I, I think it's it's going to be more personal and more like they're in the same room talking and then fighting and then maybe talking some more and then maybe having something to eat because we, we don't really see the meat. I'm sure they're, they, they're going to get hungry at some point, especially if this is a four-hour movie. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be less Skypey and more real. Yeah, no, that, I don't think it's going to be a Skype. I think it's going to be, there's going to be something more to it, but it's going to be... They're going to up the ante on that epicness so much. There's just something happening between these two. And um, just to piss everybody off, you are definitely not a Raylo, right? I'm not against a Raylo, but I'm not a Raylo either. I'm just like, whatever happens, happens. If I had to cast a vote, I'd be like, look, just just make him be a bad guy. Just just have him have him be evil with no no redemption and and, and romance and everything like that because i, I want to see what that looks like um yeah I, I'd, I'd rather not but i won't hate it i think that it's something that really hasn't come into these films yet is like the romance angle obviously i think it in padme is something but something that we haven't we haven't seen before and and what does the force do when I mean, we have, I guess we have, I mean, we haven't seen the love really affect the dark side so much. We've seen it affect the light side where it's brought, it's brought you to the dark side, but we haven't seen it. We haven't seen what it does to a dark side user. Does it bring them back to the light? Maybe does it reverse what it does to the light side? Hmm, yeah. In movies, no, we haven't really, we haven't really seen that. Um, and I think it, I think they'll see, I think they, they played that hand already in last Jedi very strongly. I feel like playing it again would feel really repetitious. And also it would remind people who hated the last Jedi about last Jedi. And I think that the movie's not trying to cover up last Jedi, but I think it is trying to move forward. Well, it should move forward, which is, yeah. Which is the fault of The Force Awakens. It moved backwards. <laughs> I want to know who the girl is. No, you don't. Um, I, it's, well, it's going to move forward, so it's going to expand. So you have the interrogation scene. Uh, something happens there where she fights him off. Mm-hmm. And then you have... They fight with lightsabers. And then you move on to... You move Skype. on to, to Force Skype... Then you move on to they rip Anakin's lightsaber in half. Where does it go? And she builds that lightsaber back. That hasn't mm-hmm. really, like, no one's taught. It's being talked about, but it's not being Like, how did she, first of all, when did she get it? But she she rebuilt that lightsaber. Did she rebuild it with Anakin's kyber crystal? Is her kyber crystal Anakin's kyber crystal? Does she have that lightsaber through the entire film? Do her and Kylo kind of, you know, make, like, are her and Kylo going to end up with those two kyber crystals? 
I bet you the lightsaber specific stuff is going to be in that uh, Resistance Reborn book or whatever it's going to be called. Because uh, I think that that's going to cover a lot of cool ground that we don't know about yet with Rey and her homies. So I think we'll see that there. I think for me, the stuff like that is so cheap to put in a book. I know, I know. It's but, just, it's uh, such a cop out. Like every time it's like, wow, it'll be explained in a book. No, don't mm-hmm. do that in a book. If it's if it's important, you put it in a movie. If it's not important. You know, like it might not be important, I guess. But the lightsaber, bro- the lightsaber was chopped off of someone's hand. Mysteriously finds out. You know what? That whole Maz Kanata scene isn't problematic. If if Maz doesn't say that's a story for, if if there's no question, how did you get this? I don't find that scene problematic. The minute they're like, how did you get it? Well, now you have to tell us how you got it. And I, I feel like we might get little things like that in it. But Maz has been such a... I don't even want to get into this. But Maz has been such an underutilized character in these movies. It's just such a waste of a character. Like, waste of screen time in The Last Jedi, if I ever saw one. Yeah, I went there, Andrew. I went there. Yeah, no, I, I am really looking forward to seeing not even just Maz in this one, but her ship. Because I don't know if you remember way 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 back they talked about how we're going to see her ship and it looks like a pirate ship in space like it's got sails and everything I, I don't know if I may have dreamed that because it sounds like something I would love but I could swear I read it somewhere and I'm really hyped to see this in action uh, what makes you think we're going to see it at all mm, that's true that's true I, I, well I don't know I, I I can't remember what my source is on that I'm sorry I wish I could be more more helpful here but i i could swear i read it and they were talking about it and they were like yeah man this is, we're gonna have uh more of Maz than you saw in last jedi uh she'll be in person we'll see her on her on her ship whatever because her castle's been destroyed now and i remember getting a brief description of that ship and being so on board for that kind of ship or it's it, it's just it's literally like a like a pirate ship in space i haven't heard much since so you're right it may not end up in the movie at all that could have been a rumor maybe it'll be in the art book who knows but i i just want to see a picture of that at least all right let's go back to the Raylo of it all if you were to write these two characters in the rise of skywalker how would you have them play out (laughs) wow i like that question um i would have it play out where Kylo Ren is still sort of, I don't know what the word is. I don't want to say infatuated because I don't think that's the right word, but he's still got his own inner struggle going on. And the one thing keeping him from being like 100%, like I am totes, the most evil man ever, Shaw, the the one thing that is keeping him from falling into that is Rey. Uh, And, you know, there's a nugget of him that thinks like, I think that girl had feelings for me. And that's never happened before. So if, if she does still have feelings for me, maybe I can have a different life with her. Maybe I can walk away from all this and, and be with her. Um, but it's it's an unhealthy infatuation. I think it's, it's something that uh, he's using to run away from his own fears and his own problems or whatever. Uh, Ray, I would make it so that she is, um, like she's, she's pretty much done. Like she has seen all these bad sides of him that have outweighed the good sides of him that she's seen and she's she's just like she's had enough no no thank you you are the supreme leader of the first order you are my enemy Um, and i think she will eventually become like enlightened and yoda-esque enough 
to forgive him, to not hate him for the things she's done, because I still get the feeling like she hates him. But I don't think she's going to straight up be like, I love you, Kylo, let's make space babies now. I think she's going to be like, I understand why you did what you did. I don't hate you for it. I don't spite you for it. But uh, she's going to walk away like the bigger person, and he's going to be... I feel like his mind is still kind of stuck in this this childhood mentality of like, if this person will love me, all my problems will go away. That's what I would do anyway. Uh, apparently there was a podcast who, uh, another podcast had a thing where they went back and forth describing that they wanted to see a nine and they described more mods with giving her a ship. So just so everybody knows, uh, my chat disappeared. I thought everybody stopped writing in the chat when we lost the internet briefly. <laughs> so I opened it up and there's a lot of conversations here and I missed uh, a uh -oh. whole lot of them. I actually have a, uh, a whole lot of them. So I apologize for that. Uh, yeah, sorry guys. We'll, we'll read your chats as fast as we can. Uh, the internet just kind of sucks sometimes but if you type something that you really want us to take a look at and you remember what you type just type it again right now so james can see it no they're not they're not talking they're having their own conversations <laughs> one of these days we'll get aaron to be the the chat lady one of these days well it wouldn't matter because the chat stopped so nobody would be able to read it whatsoever so this is completely useless over here that's hmm. good to know i suppose do, 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 do. Sempre da Sempre danny's here Hello. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sorry, just catching up on everything. And are are um, are you like thinking of something Raylo wise, or just Ray and I, Kylo wise? That is is like what you would do. Like, do you have like a thought here, in mind, or are you just trying to go and clean? This is my thing with the whole Raylo. So I watched the Force Awakens, and when I went in, I. Um, I thought that Ray was going to be a Skywalker. Mm -hmm. So that's that was my thought going into The Force Awakens. So when I saw the interrogation scene, my mind never, I never really uh, considered the love aspect of it because they were cousins or brother and sister at that point in my mind like at that point and then obviously the movie ends and, and they're not so I was like well we've got to find something about Ray there's going to be something about Ray and um, I don't know when it was it was probably like a year later or less uh, misconduct uh, shout out to misconduct she's not here right now but shout out. she, she kind of she was like no did you not watch the movie and I go what are you talking about she, she's guided me in that direction of the interrogation scene is more about this because I and, I and the way it started was I said, um, and actually to to her credit, this is exactly what Chris Terry was saying is as I thought the interrogation scene ruined, not ruined, um, it lessened the impact of Han Solo's death. Um, okay. That. Like, so the way I saw it was once he took off that mask, you knew what he looked like underneath. So when Han Solo says, take off the mask, it's, uh, the it's impact just, yeah. is not there. Yeah. But if the impact is meant to be felt on Ray, then it makes sense. And that's what she was kind of telling me. And this Chris Terrio comment kind of says that right there. So I feel like they, they like the Raylos are closer to what's happening than 
than the non-Raylos than everybody else. I don't know necessarily if they're gonna ever kiss on camera. I don't know if that. I don't. I don't actually think that'll happen. But I think. I think. The their trip. If you watch Girls with Sabers like a lot, obviously they go into these things. But you, you, like it starts to make more sense. And you kind of realize maybe that's the path they're going down. Maybe. I mean, uh, the the romance was definitely downplayed in the original trilogy. It was just kind of there just enough to get the point across. Uh, you never know. I mean, Disney likes to cater to little kids, and everybody knows little kids thinks little kids think that uh, kissing is yucky. So I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna see. Um, I I really would not be bothered by either scenario, um, as long as if the romance does happen, it happens for a good reason. I think romance, just for romance's sake, is kind of dumb. I think just writing romance because you want to see two pretty actors kiss each other is a dumb idea to write romance. But I think that they'll, they'll, I don't think they'll stoop to that. I think that if they do write a romance, it's going to be necesito for le story. Uh, that was two languages in one. Uh, I, I'm not uh, super interested in seeing like a romance save a person because I think yes it's different but love saved Darth Vader even though it's not romantic love love saved Darth Vader and I don't want to see love save another bad guy I just don't I, so if, if their love happens but it doesn't save him that's cool they did have uh, Horizon Brave says well Andrew they did have Rosen kiss Finn for sort of no reason yeah, uh, yeah. But, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of that kiss. Not, but to I'm your point about love, though, is Star Wars is all about love. Ultimately, that's what it's about. That's what love conquers all. So, I guess there's that. I, I some. Uh, I lost it. Lost it in the chat. It was. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Sniper Guy 1995. Great year to be sniping, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was the best year yeah, it was a that. great, great year for. It. Um, that, that if you remember in. I think in the novelization, in the Lego game and all of this, Kylo Ren, when Rey grabs the lightsaber, he says, it is you. He has some knowledge of it. Snoke says, like, Kylo's like, it's the girl. And Snoke's like, if this girl is as powerful as you believe, bring her to me. Uh, so there is an understanding of who this girl could be. And that is also extremely fascinating is there is there a new you know maybe this is something we can get in a book maybe is there a new prophecy about a girl and snoke and kylo are aware of this and maybe that prophecy involves kylo not you know they don't mention ben solo or kylo ren by name but there's like a boy well in in master and apprentice there are all those prophecies the boy born to the from the light into you know i can't remember what they are but you know what i mean that book is like four months old it is sold um, but there's all these prophecies, so maybe there's a prophecy about a girl who helps bring in a, a boy back to the light. Maybe. I mean, the more I think about it, the more I like the whole idea of there are a bunch of clones of this girl, and they are the Knights of Ren. Um, and maybe Rey herself is a clone too, but like the original, whoever this original girl was, was somebody who was very romantically important to Kylo, but she's dead now. So seeing the clone again, even though that's not the same person that he was in love with once, gives him all these strange feelings he's never had before. And he's just like, I don't know what to do because it's her, but it's not her. Uh, I, I like, I'm very intrigued by 
what that could do storytelling wise and how many avenues we could take it down it's just it's a very sudden jarring thing to introduce in movie three i mean i know there's been clones before but still it, i think it would be very jarring for the more casual fans to be like oh there's clones now okay i think that would turn some people off but i like the concept i don't think you're gonna get any clones mm, probably not unless she's a clone of luke's hand oh which is um i know i i don't think i think they're gonna stay away from that i think i i've always kind of thought that everything you get in star wars is very simplistic mm -hmm. but told fantastically and i still believe that to this day and even the last jedi it's very simplistic it's like no you're you're like she's like i'm nobody my parents were no one he's like they were just junk traders they were drunks and junk traders and they're dead and um it's simple. It's a very simple answer. There's nothing glamorous about it. There's nothing over the top. It's simple. We could come up with. We could come up right here today and discuss for an hour and a half and be like, "This is who I think Ray's parents are." We would basically just come up with junk traders, uh, but we would be like, "But the junk trader's name is Steel, and Steel does this and that," and we would have this whole crappy thing about it because that's what we do. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the end of the day, it's just a simple story about you know people screwing up in the galaxy, and that's what Star <laughs> Wars is. And at the and the bottom line of it is is love is what kind of brings it all together. It's it, that's how it starts, and that's how it inevitably is going to end. I think. Yeah, like the song, "Love Will Keep Us Together." <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not, Andrew. Imagine they play that for the first time ever. They drop a pop song in the middle of Star Wars. Oh man, you want to see YouTube explode with rage? Ooh, that's, how you, that's how you do that one. The I live quit YouTube for like a year if that happens because I I know I'd be in for rage twenty four seven. I'm quitting. No I'm quitting YouTube for a year after December nineteenth. I'm like, <laughs> this channel will disappear for a while. <laughs> I can't handle it. There's just too much going on. Guys, if you're new to the channel, uh, give us a like and a subscribe. If you're not, give us a like and subscribe. Also, if you just want to hear the audio of this, this will be on wherever you get your podcast tomorrow. You can hear us read the chat. <laughs> yeah, talk, that'll be fun. And talk about things as it is. It's a national uh, podcast. Lots of lots of uh, our peers in the chat today, which is fantastic to see them all in here. You got to check out oh, all wicked. the podcasts. Uh, going on there. If you guys have a podcast and you're in the chat and you don't think everybody knows you do one, just give your give your podcast uh, some love in the chat because that's what we're doing. We should get everybody to say what uh, I want everybody to say what podcast they love, but one stream's dead and the other one's frozen. So I'm hoping oh, no. I'm hoping that everybody can write down their favorite podcast, Star Wars or otherwise. We'll just national podcast day, so it's exciting. Um, yeah, everybody, review if you're listening on podcast. What podcasts do you love, James Rizzoli? I like the Rebel Scum. I don't listen to many podcasts. I I I, uh, I do actually. Which ones do I listen to? I don't know the names of them. Is that bad? Probably, but which I'm not going to hold it against them. I'm going to look at what I have. But which ones do you listen to? I like uh, How Did This Get Made, uh, which apparently Brock just went to go watch live. The lucky bastard. He didn't tell me that they were here live in Toronto, which is really cool. I'm glad he got to go see them, though. Uh, How Did This Get Made? Very, very funny people talking about bad movies and uh i also really love because i'm a huge james bond fan i love james bonding with uh matt myra and matt gorley those two guys also very very funny 
comedians and writers and they just they're lovers not experts and they talk about james bond uh to disturbing detail uh you'll know more about james bond than you ever wanted to know once you listen to them yeah <clears throat> oh i'm choking oh geek fest rants podcast i'm trying to get in here with everybody going in the galactic pods are here they're here galactic podcast check them out uh Hello. force toast is here girls with sabers obviously is here uh fast and furiously writing podcasts names to check out uh so these are all podcasts cool. everybody could check out because podcasts are great i sometimes i have to drive today i had to drive two hours uh for a for a sh- for a work thing and i just listened to a podcast the whole way there um it was nice. on it was on archery and then i came home and i shot 50 arrows and now my fingers are bleeding it's fantastic oh no they're not bleeding for real but um uh i have all of but that was the knock on podcast uh aaron listens to a lot of podcasts this is her her podcast thing right here these are all uh-huh. podcasts she listens to well yeah it's per- you guys live so far from the city that pretty much any major drive you can usually crank out at least one episode she listens to all like true crime and stuff and mm-hmm. um and and i listen to and i and i'm just like sitting there like ticked off because i can't find a, a save by the bell or riverdale podcast and i'm like this is all i want to hear well um, that means you have to make one james make a riverdale podcast listen. and call it the blue and gold <laughs> i'll call it james is the only one listening <laughs> And I'll do it for me. And then I'll argue with myself. No. <laughs> the thing is, you can't even argue who's better, Betty or Veronica Ferrari, because he's not ever going to be with Betty. Because she's, anyway, it's a whole thing. Um, let's see if there are any more. Uh, yeah, Michael Condon's here. He's got YouTube. He's live at 8.30 after this. Resistance, Hello, Michael. Resistance Broadcast Podcast. Uh, Rebel Scum Podcast is the only podcast in my life. Thank you. Jack. I love I love that Thank person. You. Thank you very much. Um, podcast these are fine. Geek Fest rants. We do a lot of niche stuff: action figures, posters, books, TV series, all geeky stuff in our wheelhouse. Andrew, you should probably check out Geek Fest. I probably should. Um, yeah, that sounds like my cup of tea. There's a lot of really good podcasts out there. We are bottom of the barrel, but we're fine with that because we have the best super, We have the best live chat right now. I, yes, I'm we really do. Happy about this. Uh, thanks everybody for all their support it really means a lot to um you know what else is a great podcast that's a wizard Hey-o. that's a wizard is on the rebel scub podcast uh network um but yeah we're going to uh we're gonna wrap it up keep your phenomenal podcast recommendations coming in the chats right here Yeah, I agree with Sniper Guy 995. It's gonna f- uh, stick with the light versus dark theme theme to keep it simple, um, and that's that's Star Wars in a nutshell. I just I'm curious if this is gonna end the Skywalker saga is gonna end for all of the characters, or if it's gonna end like Endgame and allow some of the characters to live on in in different films. And that's something that uh, I really like. Rural Farm, Farm Boy says Rebel Scum Podcast ain't no bottom of the barrel. Thank you so much thank you Rural Farm Raylo is purple and actually if you look at the color scheme it very very much is Mr. Rez thank you Mr. Rez thank you everybody for watching for liking subscribing for being a part of the live chat that was super awesome except for when I missed half of it because my computer died Um, it's been a lot of fun Andrew 
It has. It always is, James. It's always a blast. We'll be here next week, but the following Monday we won't be because in the Great White North, we're celebrating Thanksgiving. We're going to be eating turkeys and cranberry sauce. And and then guess what? On November 28th, when it's American Thanksgiving, I'm going to do the same thing because I love football. I love eating. And that's the night I watched the Polar Express. You you really watch the Polar Express on American Thanksgiving? Every American Thanksgiving, because that is basically the one month to Christmas, Andrew. That is basically one wow. month to Christmas. So I watch wow. every night. <laughs> I do it. I make Aaron do it. And she's like, at first she's like, yeah, and now she's all in. I got her a Yoda Santa hat for it, too. So don't hurt me. <laughs> if you Please. met Tom Hanks in real life, would you ask him for hot chocolate? I would make him sing the hot chocolate song. That's <laughs> what I would make him do. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for for watching uh give us a like and a subscribe uh may the force be with you rural fam farm bar also uh so i'm just trying to yeah, columbus oh of, of course of course it's columbus day they you know what no do not take a canadian thanksgiving from us that is our day heidi you mm-hmm. no yeah that's yeah. that's in two weeks guys uh, but we'll be here next week talking something we don't know what. If you want a topic, tweet us, uh, Rebel Scumcast, at Rebel Scumcast on Twitter. Uh, send a DM, whatever. We'll answer it. Uh, and until next time, may the force of others be with you. Always. Hey scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.